Buckers, what's going on, man? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast, man. So grateful to be back, man. And out here in Bangkok, Thailand, clear skies for the first time. We've just had the big season change over the past couple of weeks. A lot of wind coming in, and you can see clouds form in the sky. Something that I've taken so much granted for. And I'm just so grateful to be back upstairs, a window opened, oh, so many renovations has happened, so I can finally enjoy and sleep in peace once and for all without the interruption of ignorance. Oh my goodness gracious. So grateful for this day. And you know what? We're going to be talking about what is mindset really? And to be honest with you, this kind of often happens on Sunday when we're looking forward or looking toward the week and we're blocking out significant amounts of time and stuff like that so we can plan and so that we can start delivering, you know, uh, I guess handling those deliverables, figuring out the projects that we want to hurry up and bang out, especially towards the end of this month, holiday season, just literally a week away. And sometimes things are thrown at us, though, and on our plate. And that's an everyday reality. But I wonder, how are you facing everyday realities of, I don't know, busyness and struggle and failure? A lot of people never get used to it, being in a struggle or being busy. But it always requires that scientific method where we're going to have to try and you're going to learn and you're going to fail and you're going to reflect. And then you're going to try again. You're going to learn. You're going to fail. You're going to reflect. So. Is this the first time you've ever stared down stress? Because it's going to be time to adjust your mindset and your ways of working, of course, towards this week or whenever you're actually listening to this so that there's less stress and there's less surprise and there's more preparation, more blocks of time set out in advance and you executing on those things. And some people always say, I don't get the whole mindset thing. And to be honest with you, it can be incredibly difficult to understand the mindset thing. But to be honest with you, it's a series of questions to, to, to tease out, you know, people's mindset, thinking about their values, their approaches, and et cetera, right? And so what I wanted to do was give you another vantage point, because remember, mindset is about a set of, set of beliefs through patterns of yourself and your struggle, your success and your social relationships. So I want you to write this down in your journal. We have self, we have struggle, we have success, and we have social relationships. And that's what I'm gonna be diving in here to today. How to operationalize, make better these specific areas. So if you actually look at these, self, struggle, success, social relationships, there's agency under each, uh, under each of those and optimism. See, agency is kind of like, okay, you are the captain of the ship. You have the ability of being, you know, uh, saying, oh my God, okay, I have personal agency. You can make the change in your life and take back control maybe. You're a person of influence, your thoughts, your feelings. Your actions lead to results. You become more conscious, aim yourself to grow. Get progress to manage, take reins. That's all part of agency. You're willing to try to put effort, get better. And optimism with all of that is the future 
could be better. So if we look at self, and these are some questions to you. Are you worthy, strong, beautiful, capable, nice, kind? Do you like yourself? How you view yourself, how you value yourself, and how you perceive yourself. And act is the mindset through which you view yourself. But you can improve that by adding more agency, by saying, I believe in myself. I, me, can activate, assert myself into a flow and get good results. Believing that you are more competent and capable. And as you develop, when you have higher levels of self-efficacy, how you perceive you're capable of affecting that change, you have to ask yourself then, can you change yourself? See, that's the essential grounding of research and mindset. And then, of course, the idea of getting better, in essence, is about optimism and the belief, the drive, that we need to be more in command conscious, and that's the stuff of agency. Take it back those reins. So, again, if I can get you to both up those, okay, up both of those, then guess what? The optimism in the future perception of you begins to go up. And so then there's, of course, struggle. And agency, you know, a lot of people have to, you know, would say, well, I don't have to disengage. I'll assert myself. Also, this problem is not bigger, but it will be dealt with. It can be handled. And the outcome of the problem, the struggle, the chaos, the change. Well, that's the optimistic mindset. And that's the future. And a lot of people, if you have that agency and struggle, well, you always say, well, you know what? It's a hell of a struggle right now, but you know what? It's going to lead to good things and change and competency and dreams. One of my students right now, well, she's actually a friend now, Kim Kim. She's going through a struggle right now, being on the job. I guess she's, what, two and a half weeks in. She's like, to be honest with you, I just don't feel like I'm going to be at this place for long. Is that normal? I'm like, yeah, duh, absolutely. Welcome to the workforce. However, the lessons that you're learning right now, in 10 years, you're going to look back and say, man, I am glad I worked on that job for X amount of days, weeks, months, because I learned this. See, that's kind of what the future self is indicating it to be. Now, if you have a low personal agency in terms of struggle, you're like, oh, well, you know, those rich people, those people in that zip code, that country. Well, it's not like me. People who actually say this, they have a low mindset of self. The mindset of success is very limited. And the problem is that they haven't been around a lot of people who have that same success too, right? Looking back at my life, was I ever around people who were successful? You know, up to 18 years old? Fuck no. My mom worked just for existence. That's it. When I started getting near other people who were totally different from me, and look different for me. I said to myself, you know what? Maybe I am, and I'm going to venture out and adopt a new mindset because maybe I don't, I maybe I do have low personal agency that this struggle is forever. And I'm going to create these limited beliefs and be here for the rest of my life with these other poor bastards. Poor meaning poor-minded. See, I had to hustle to get access to higher 
agencies, people in higher agencies. And this is how I ended up meeting a lot of Filipinos when I was in high school and white people, as they claim themselves, you know, all these labels and shit out there in America. Right. Lindsay, she just came to visit me. Uh, You know, she came to my wedding just this past June. And when Lindsay was literally one of those people who I looked at Lindsay, I was like, wow, she looks totally different from me. Where does she live? Green Valley. Oh, my God. The moment she said Green Valley, I said, oh, man, her her family financially is probably in a far probably 30 times better than my mother in terms of like a greater place. But I didn't look at her and said, oh, well, easy for her. I said, no, man, I want to be around folks like that. I remember going to a, a girl by the name of Kizna. I went to her uh, her home and I think she had the hots for me. This is probably at the end of junior year and everything. And she's Japanese and Filipino. And I went to her house and I was like, oh, my God. And I went back home and I'm like, wow, you have no idea where I just went. I went to the edge of Henderson near the Hoover Dam. And I went to this girl's home and she had the most incredible home I've ever seen in my life. It made me realize, you know what, Arsenia, be around people like this so you could get a higher level of agency. See, there was no high levels of success, like I just said, no high levels of financial resources. There was no community success. I was in a impoverished minded mindset, followed by a very ugly, nasty mindset, African-American type of neighborhood, which they call the hood. Was it my fault? No, it was my mother's fault. She was she decided to live there and I was living with her. But I told myself, I'm not going to stay here too much longer. And for that year, that last year, I was out and I told myself, I'll never go back. And that was the end of it. My belief mindset about success. When I was in high school, or maybe when I was even in middle school, when I didn't even understand a lot of this, was probably super low. But then I started getting around other people who had higher agencies than me in high school. And that inspired me to go to college in Arizona, where I met people from Slovakia and Barbados and Cameroon and Kenya and Chad and Australia and Israel. And I started saying, Whoa. This is really, really interesting. And it began to raise the bar even more. And I started saying to myself, you know what? Maybe I am worthy and worth it. Let me boost this up. And that's what I've always been around. Right now, I'm in a two-story neighborhood. And to be honest with you, the people behind me, one's a doctor. People in front of me, they're rich. They own their own neighborhood. People to the side of me, all these people. Teslas, Mercedes, Porsche, Lexus, you name it. But 23 years ago, I wasn't in a neighborhood like this. I was in a neighborhood where, no disrespect to them, but they were all driving 1970s, 80s, and 90s cars that they bought for 500 USD. And so that goes to show you that I had to get out of that community. And sometimes you're going to have to, by getting an organization, you have to volunteer for a group where people actually believe in you. Put programming together, support you, cheer you on. You get more optimism about the idea of succeeding. That's exactly what happened to me. And this other one, social. Well, this is how you view people as safe or harmful, approachable or avoidable, (laughs) faithful, devoted, purposeful, doing things meaningful, competent, deserving, we wonder all these things. We And if we struggle, 
that mindset ends up being obviously what I talk to you guys about fixing everything because, again, going back to it, not a high enough agency. Maybe you need to mix with other people and mingle with other people and talk with other people. Over a period, volume, the math is going to ultimately end up working out and you're going to be around some good people. I just did my personality check and apparently I'm now an adventurer. I went from being a defender to being a logistician about two months later and now I'm an adventurer. And I answered those questions perfectly because I really thought them through. And this is a flexible and person who is willing to try new things. But I'm not who I used to be. Seeing those photos of the gyms that I used to go to, I am an introverted person because I'm not just going to go up to a bunch of random people. I don't like being the center of attention. Fuck all that. Because I used to do that back in 2018 and 19. And people found me to be annoying or it was very hard to meet people or they took me for granted or all these other things. And I just felt like I was giving so much to these classes, these fitness classes. And I'm just like, you know what, man? Fuck all these people. There was a huge shift. And I said, I ain't going in there and saying shit no more. Fuck all y'all. I'm going to go in there, do my job and get the fuck out of there. And they were like, what happened to him? It's because I really don't give a fuck about y'all. I remember going into a class at the beginning of last year, literally two years ago. And I wanted to walk out of that workout because I was like, man, fuck this place. <laughs> and to be honest with you, you know, like I told you, those boutique gyms. And it's because, well, I think I probably went from that massive switch from being a E, uh, what is it, a protagonist, ES, whatever it is, an extrovert to an absolute introvert. No, I don't want to go to those classes. No, I'm good with social outings. My wife just invited me to a wedding for next year. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go just for the sake of you. And again, yes, this this specific individual, she ended up coming to our wedding too. But I'm just like, man, considering who they are, man, I'm good, man. I don't want to be around all these people. I ain't going to talk to nobody. I ain't going to make eye contact with nobody. I don't like any of these folks. I'm saying, why don't you like these folks? Because I've been living in this country for a very long time. And I know that how they're going to look at me. Oh, Arsenio, that is your low personal agency of self. See what I mean? Lowering the optimism for the future. Okay, fine. I'll go in there open-minded. I will go in there open-minded. But I expect absolutely nothing. Now, don't expect me to say hello and this and that. I'll go over there. I'll take a photo. She probably won't even acknowledge my existence. She'll speak to my wife. I'll sit at the table. I'll look at my wife. She'll be like, okay, okay. You seem like you're ready to go. Yeah, I'm good to go. I ain't dancing. I ain't doing this. I ain't doing that. Shit, to be honest with you, I might have to take a couple of shots before I go there just to ease myself. To be not to become more extroverted, but just to not have that mindset of low personal agency in regards to self. See, sometimes, man, living in a country, being in a situation, being in an environment, it takes to it, 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 that that optimism for the future in terms of meeting people and self and all that stuff. It takes everything away. And going to gyms where there are Bunch of women who are half naked working out and stuff. I got a wife now. I'm cool. Or said, yeah, you could work out with him. No, I don't. What if you still lived in that area? I don't know. Don't live around there anymore. I work out on my bike. Right, I literally drive my bike, ride my bike about three kilometers, and I go to the gym. I don't even make eye contact with any of those people. I don't say hello to any of those people. All those people could kiss my fucking ass. Is because, of course, a lot of them have given me dirty looks before. But to be honest with you, I look up, I look down, I'm sweating my ass off, I'm done, I'm out. 
That's the way I like doing things. It's not because I'm introverted. It's because fuck all y'all. <laughs> and I say that from a place of like from from a place of me beating my chest because I've been beaten so long emotionally in this country based on the color of my skin. So fuck all y'all. See, four years ago, maybe I would go in and try to say hello and, you know, strike up conversations and stuff like that. But to be honest with you, people over the age of 45, I ain't fucking with y'all. I'm not even going to look at y'all because y'all got dirty, nasty, disgusting ass looks on your face looking down on me. So to be honest with you, how about this? Fuck all y'all. I'm going to do my own thing and I'm going to create my own table. And I don't say that with a negative future outlook in terms of personal agency about myself. I say that that I am the shepherd and I will have my own sheep. And wherever that sheep comes from, well, to be honest with you, in every country and territory around this world, that's my sheep. So with that being said, people, I hope you now understand what mindset is over and out.